Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. Alrighty, we're back. We are back uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks. Um, Dan, uh, you've been busy, right? It's <laughs> another statement, friends. Yeah, the last episode went up yesterday. It went for up them yesterday. for us. It went up yesterday, and uh, well, it was recorded about three weeks recorded. before that. Yes, yeah, recorded F8. like a month ago. It was F8's opening weekend. Yeah, <laughs> we made several references. To eight Fast, Eight Furious. It's about family. But uh, yeah, so today we already lost the illusion of time travel. <laughs> Straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. Well, today. Uh, okay, I brought my way back. Today's a special day, gentlemen. Uh, this is early May now, and we're starting to get you know Guardians of the Galaxies out. Mm-hmm. Um, so summer movie season is pretty much officially underway. You always kind of count the first Marvel movie in the first weekend of May as usually the start. Yeah, you got to. Um, so I uh, wanted to do a, a little bit of a summer movie uh, preview uh, in this in this episode, um, but I'm gonna throw a little twist on it. What a twist! Uh, we are going to be previewing slash reviewing summer 2007. Ten, <laughs> all the movies that came out 10 years ago this season. Okay. I'm stoked for this. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. This was just a fun idea I had today. I thought it sounded really cool. I wasn't cool. allowed to watch. <laughs> you were allowed. <laughs> I didn't see R-rated movies yet. Um, I no. could. But, uh, 2007 I was... was in collegiate. What were you? I was collegiate. Dude, we knew oh, each yeah. other in 2007, right? Yeah, we yeah, we did. Winter of six. Yeah. Wow. Was that Bellerman days, two thousand seven? I was a Bellerman. Frankie was a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so. It does seem kind of in the headphones. It seems like it's cutting in. As long as it isn't yes, doing no. that in the recording. Test, 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 test. How's the levels? Hello. Oh hello, man. Hello. Hello. Hopefully that isn't hello, hello, being hello, weird for them. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. That's better. That's yeah, much, that's, much better. That's much better. Channel, Thank you. Channel 3 is not great. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. We'll just, you know, you know, what's the, you know what to edit out now. <laughs> We're leaving it all in. My luck is going to kill Edit me. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm going to listen to this three weeks from now and be like, I just need to get this out. <laughs> in fact, did I even put the, did you listen to the Root for Vin Diesel? Yeah. Did I put the intro music in? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I don't even know if I did. <laughs> no, that was actually, I was, uh, I've been very proud of the last two episodes we've done well, prior to this. Uh, great conversation. I expect we'll have uh, another good one, uh, today. Uh, starting with, uh, well, as I said, 2007 was the year of the threequels. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man 3, uh, Shrek the Third, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, and Rush Hour 3 all came out in the summer of 2007. I saw two of those. I saw, I think I saw all of them except for Rush Hour 3 I at least to, twice. I have yet to see Rush Hour 3. Really? Yeah. It's not very good. So I, you didn't miss much. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, pretty much all all of those aren't really great. But uh, I love the first one. But I was a kid too, so. Uh, I don't think I saw Rush Hour three in the theater, but I saw Shrek, Pirates, and Spider Man three all at least 
twice in the movie yeah. theater. I saw Pirates and Spider-Man. Shrek I did not see. Yeah. Um, it was the one with uh, Justin Timberlake, you remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, cause I saw it later. Yeah. Um, and then uh, apparently there was a fourth Shrek movie that I don't think anybody ever saw. Ever. That, I one, died. Died. that I one has Jack Frost it. or something. It was Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpel, that I got it. Yeah. Rumpelstiltskin is what I meant. Jack Frost is what I said. Yeah. I know Justin Timberlake was on the show three. No. <laughs> Almost. I left the room. I missed yeah. that part yeah. of the conversation. I heard, I heard you say Justin Timberlake was in that one, right? When I left, you guys were talking about Rush Hour 3. I was yeah. really confused. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, general consensus on Pirates 3, Spider-Man 3, Shrek the Third, Rush Hour 3. The not really. Big stinkers, man. Not really too fond, fondly remembered in people's minds. I mean, Keir Knightley was pretty good. I know. I, I like the Keith Richards. I like the Keith Richards cameo too. I just, yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> I could not tell you what happened in Pirates Three. The like whirlpool. Or was that yeah. too? No, that was the third one. The giant whirlpool where they were fighting yeah. each other and they pretty much went like yeah, parallel. It was weird. It was really super weird. Super um, weird. And I think that was kind of where those movies really fell off was because they just got progressively stranger and stranger and more ridiculous. They did another one after. Did they do two after, or is this upcoming one the fifth one? This upcoming, upcoming one the, the fifth. Okay. Yeah. So they tried one more time without it, without Orlando Bloom, Keira Knightley. Yeah, and I just, I actually just bought them all on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah. I had a five dollar uh, certificate for Best Buy, and I just went in and they had them. Nice. Kind of sitting out. Uh, yeah, I wish. I wish. I think the <laughs> you know it knocked off. I think it knocked one of them down the ten dollars, and so they were all like ten bucks a piece. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, so I'm excited to actually revisit those before going to see uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales here uh, soon. Um, people are saying it's good. That's what I've heard. That yeah. was the buzz out of uh, we talked about uh, or Dan and I were here talking about um, CinemaCon. I thought it was fantastic. You haven't seen the movie. This He's a time traveler. Remember, yeah, future Dan. We're joined by future Dan tonight. <laughs> Dan, you can confirm that Dead Man Tell No Tales is a good movie. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. You heard it straight from that. I can confirm there is a good movie called Dead Man Tell No Tales. Okay. <laughs> At some point. Wow. Um, but yeah, apparently it's like, you know, goes back to the kind of was a return to basics from what I've heard. OG. It's not quite as over the top ridiculous and bloated as some of the sequels were. Is Kira in this? I haven't oh. seen her name on a poster. No, Orlando Bloom is. Orlando Bloom is, because he's all over the trailer. Uh, I don't know about Kira Knightley. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on her. Maybe I'm not sure I will. Maybe she's the surprise. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I found a couple of lists, just because I couldn't... Hard- I-, I remembered like all of those three cool movies that came yeah. out. Uh, <clears throat> but scrolling through some things online, looking at you know what else came out in the summer of 07... Uh, this was the year I graduated middle school. So it was between 8th grade and freshman year of high school for me. Okay. Um, I know you guys are a couple years older. So I don't know. I didn't realize we were that much older. Yeah. Man, dude. baby, man. Um, no, this is... What was I doing? I was, I was a full year out of... Yeah, year? we were yeah. both a full year out of high school. Really? Yeah. yeah. Finished our first year of the collegiates. Mm-hmm. Oh. So did you guys go to see like like this? Twenty eight weeks later came out, yeah, which is the sequel to Twenty Eight Days Later. No, I didn't see that one in theaters, but <laughs> I saw a lot of these. I so I saw that one in theaters without seeing the first one. Yeah. Oh yeah, like literally had no idea. I like the first. Absolutely one. loved it. You like really? the second one? Yeah, but I had absolutely no idea. Like, Whatever what happened twenty eight months later, twenty eight years later? Let's come on, let's get these going. 
That's I would have loved if they would have released twenty eight months later. Yeah. Literally twenty eight months later. Yeah, they <laughs> dropped the ball, I think. Yeah, I think they did. Well, it can't be Rick and Morty. Hmm. Um Yeah, so th- that summer it was like I lived in Backwoods, Indiana at the time. Mm. Still I I hadn't quite moved to Kentucky yet. Which sounds weird if no one knows the area, but the only thing you could do is go to the movie theater. Yeah. And true. I took this girl up to most of these that I would end up riding. Baguette? Baguette? No. Catalina. Like, the, huh. Yeah, the Act the 1. Catalina Wine Mixer. Catalina Wine Mixer. Uh, so, these movies do have a special place in my heart just because I'm like, I saw a lot of these. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just go through this list. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Uh, Daddy Daycare. Did Daddy? Did, no, that was I a. Know. I don't know. I just That's looked up. That's actually a good question. I looked up Summer 07, and Google gave me the worst list of movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Bucket List, Daddy Day Camp, Last Daddy Day, Day Camp. That was the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. Last Day Summer, Dog Days of Summer, and that special summer. What? Yeah. So it's literally, well, I don't know how the first two came in there. Yeah. The last three are just from. movies with the word summer. Daddy Day Camp. Was the sequel to Daddy Day Care with Eddie Murphy? Yep. Uh, which I guess I thought had come out in 2006. Uh, I thought Daddy Day Care had come out in 2006, but I guess it was like 2003 or, or four. I think it was 04. Must um, have been. And then it was, I can't believe it got a sequel that went to theaters and Cuba <laughs> Gooding Jr. replaced Eddie Murphy. Um, I never saw it, but it just yeah, kind of spells trouble all around. Let's see either one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at the list I have. We've got, uh, like I said, 28 weeks later. Um, this movie, The X, with uh, Zach Braff. And, I've uh, never seen it. The girl, is it Jennifer Aniston? No. Man Amanda Pete. Pete. Man Fun Pete. fact, though, it was supposed to come out like 2002. The X was? Yeah, so it was Zach Braff, like, not even writing Scrubs fame when they filmed the movie. Really? really? And it was under a different title. And a guy I lived in Louisville with, he worked at a theater, and uh, he had the poster for the original time it was supposed to come out, and then they had to pull it at the last minute for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. That's my movie now. Let's see you guys next week. <laughs> um, Delta Farce was the uh, another one that came out. That was uh, oh, terrible. I never saw it. Uh, Bill, Bill Engvall it. and Larry the Cable Guy went to you know basically kind of ended up in the middle of the Iraq War or something. As you do. Uh, it's, it's just mayhem ensues. You know, blue collar mayhem. Uh, these other lesser known ones that are you know, Georgia Rule. Hannibal um, Rising. Georgia Rule was Le- Lindsay Lohan's last attempt at like a serious movie. Yeah. Um, what else are we seeing? I'm 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 in May, which is when a lot of these third movies came out, like yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Oh, Bug with Ashley Judd, directed by William Friedkin, who also made uh, The Exorcist, hmm. uh, which I um, I've always classic. Meant, I've always meant to watch Bug. I, I never have. Though. Yeah, it's another one you kind of float a horror movie that sort of floats around on the streaming services you see every once in a while. It was about like something getting under people's skin, right? Oh, like it was like a like damn. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Mm. Frequently feel uh, bugs crawling under your skin, Dan. Mm, no thanks. I think he meant I get under people's skin. Uh, Ashley Judd, Harry Connick Jr., Michael Shannon. Sounds like they're pretty good. I always forget Harry Connick Jr. acts across the universe. He does the piano thing. <laughs> across the universe came out that year. What list are you getting? Let's do the summer ones. 
Oh, Paprika came out that summer. Unlimited run. Did you guys ever see that? The no. anime movie? Uh, it's pretty good. It's uh, another, I think it was, I think it was really the main source of inspiration for Inception. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because if you watch, like literally there are shots in Paprika that are exactly. I used to do shots of Paprika. No, you didn't. Shots not a recommendation. <laughs> Terrible idea. Don't ever do that. Paprika. Do not, not recommend. Do not do paprika. It's a spice, shots. not an alcohol. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't say it was great. There are there are scenes in Paprika the movie that pretty much mirror huh. similar ones in uh, Inception. So it's all about you know uh, dreams inside of dreams and stuff. Oh, very neat. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Daywatch. I guess there was another one in that Nightwatch. series called Nightwatch. I never the saw Russian, these. Russian fantasy action movie from Tim Urbic Mamatov who came to America. I also think it was 2007. It might have been 2008 uh, that he did Wanted. Oh, man. The movie Wanted? Yeah. The, yeah, okay. With James yeah. McAvoy and Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie and Chris Pratt in a uh, early mm-hmm. supporting role. Yeah. He was the, he was the, he was James McAvoy's best friend that was, uh, I've only seen one girlfriend. scene from Wanted, and it's when she's teaching him how to like dodge a bullet or something. Just do the gun thing where it curves. Yeah. That's weird. I remember yeah, thinking that, that movie was yeah. so cool. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it it's was not. totally batshit <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's not cool. Duh. Morgan Freeman uses the f word, and that was the first time I heard him say "mother effer," and it kind of disturbed I'm me. I'm Morgan Freeman. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did it. Uh. Speaking of foul language, Knocked Up also came out that summer. Yeah, yeah. Watch Knocked which is up. a great movie. I like I like Knocked Up. Um, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. You don't like it? I don't dislike it, but I'm never going to be like looking at my collection of movies and be like, "Yeah, let's put on Knocked Up." Dude, I totally did it for the 300 challenge. But it's like if Knocked Up Knocked Up on TV, yeah, I might leave it on. That was so it's the, edited on TV. That was the heyday of uh, Judd Apatow. Like, yeah, that was. Uh, I think nah, was it- heyday was freaks and geeks. Well, yeah, you're not wrong with that, but um, I think it was, what did he do? However, 40-Year-Old Virgin right before that. Yeah, this was the, yes. and then this was the next spiritual one. sequel to 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, and they referenced Spider-Man in this one, if I'm not, they referenced Spider-Man know. 3. Yeah, because the husband, Paul Rudd, he, he goes off to say, what did you do? He always has these gaps in time. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I went and saw Spider-Man 3. You went without me? I wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was I do, funny. however... Enjoy this is forty, which is yeah. What? That's the, how do you enjoy this? Forty is lame. Cause I like Paul Rudd. Man. I like Paul Rudd too, but it doesn't make it a good movie. I like when he's like playing Scrabble on his iPad in the bathroom, and she like rips out his hand. He's like, "We're having family time." He's like, "Don't push send." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen uh, this is forty in a long time. Uh, Mr. Brooks saw Mr. Brooks. I don't know. Was that weird one with? Kevin Costner. Yeah. He played like a Dane Cook's in it too. Is he really? Yeah, I saw that on that list. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever saw it. Is it like serial killer? Yeah, he plays thing? like a uh, almost well not really like a Norman Bates, but that kind of like dichotomous personality. He's just he I plays see, a, a successful fat. murderer. Like yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. You did? And it was like one of the best movies I saw. I enjoyed it very much. I remember like it though. It. I remember liking it a lot, and that's making me want to see it, and it's probably going to be a letdown, but I do remember it. There's kind of like a twist to it. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, man, Great Wall comes out soon. Um, 
yeah, that was that was all right to watch. Don't spend too much money on it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot in our sea of threequels here, Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah. June eighth that year. Uh, I think it was better than the second one, but I still. It was better than the second one, but it wasn't. I remember thinking it still wasn't that great. It had Al Pacino though. No, that's right. Some sort of villain role. (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to what was it the other day? I was listening to and uh, somebody was saying it was like Al Pacino didn't really become Al Pacino as we think about him today until after Dick Tracy. Cause like I think they were talking about the Godfather, uh, and like yeah, the like first, you watch the Godfather and first Godfather, are, I didn't even know it was Al Pacino at first. Yeah, that sounds normal. He doesn't sound like son of a woman. Exactly, you're right. <laughs> you are order. <laughs> like you watch the Godfather and Godfather Part Two and some of his early stuff, and he sounds kind of a squirrely little guy. Yeah, and then after Dick Tracy, he just kind of he did that like over the top mobster <laughs> uh, character, and he never really came out of it. Was the joke. <laughs> So he's still like using that voice from Dick Tracy today. Yeah, I um, that kind of gruff, silly voice. Um, what else we got? Hostel Part Two. I saw shot. that, but that's, not in theaters. I watched that's it. Two D favorite right there. Illegally on my computer. You know how I feel about pirating. This was way back in the day, man. This is like I'm not it's like saying, Napster. This is. It was like okay. Or it was on. What TV was the one after that, dude? Zam. No, this was on TV Links. You guys remember TVLinks.com? This is before Netflix was a thing. Like you could have all these shows and all these movies and just click it and watch it, but it, the quality was terrible. We totally watched that movie illegal. Sorry, Eli Roth or whoever. Did yeah, that. Eli Roth. You got to answer to Eli Roth, man. I'm sure that dude's fine. Have you seen his wife? He's good. <laughs> He's good to go. Um, Surfs up was another one came out that year, kind of riding on the coattails of. Happy Feet, I think, the year prior. Yeah, that came out in 07. I thought I watched that in high school. <laughs> uh, but it was like the Penguin, like March of the Penguins and Happy Feet, I think, had come out within the last two years prior to that. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel was in that. So everybody was obsessed yeah. with penguins, and they're like, let's do one about penguins surfing. surfing. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it's funny because that movie's done like a mockumentary style, and it follows Shia LaBeouf plays the lead penguin. Mm-hmm. And it's like he he leaves his like his home to go to a beach and learn how to surf. Yeah. And Jeff Bridges plays like this this other penguin ends yeah, up being his mentor. So it's kind of like a uh like a, a little bit of a continuation of like the dude character a little bit. And um he befriends uh a rooster that's played by John Heater who did Napoleon Dynamite. So he's kinda of got the, like, hey man, like he's supposed to be like the Tommy Chong kind of star uh. guy. Um that's that's an underrated movie. I think. I I've always remember enjoyed liking Surf's it. Up. Um, I do remember. And I think the I, think I watched it last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. I think the mockumentary style really. Uh, the whole thing it. they commit to the mockumentary the whole time. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that. That's cool. I think, dude. Uh, another person was talking about this, Frenchas, but that's he says that if they do a Fantastic Four movie, they should do it in a, mo- a documentary style like that. I'm like, I like this. A Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh, Rise yeah. of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Speaking of which, came I, out that June. True. I did June not watch that in theaters. What a fantastic <laughs> letdown! I I think I saw that on FX like five years later. Yeah. It was it was rated PG. I think it was the first like. It was the it's the only one that I recall, that, the only like superhero movie like post X Men. Yeah. That I've seen get a PG rating. Terrible. Um. And it was for all the same reasons as the first, the other Fantastic Four movie, I'm pretty sure. 
hmm. like sequences of sci-fi violence and some suggestive content or something like that. Um, and there was nothing really in it. I mean, again, I guess you could say that a lot of these superhero movies technically could probably be rated PG. Um, but I think really like the problem is like, you know, some of them have a, lang- a lot of language like guardians Two, I was kind of surprised some of the language they got away with. Um, yeah. And then, uh, mostly just violence. Like there's some, some of these movies are kind of intense. Um, but no, silver surfer was, uh, I mean all around just not being a great movie. Things that were cool. I thought the Silver Surfer looked cool. I thought he was fine. Oh, yeah. I think the look of the Silver Surfer was great. And Doug Jones did well in it. Lawrence Fishburne, I think, was the voice. Really? Of uh, the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Mm. Um, But the thing that I think part of what uh, something that killed it for a lot of people, Jessica Alba, they gave her those goofy, piercing blue contacts to wear. Yeah. And, like, it was just supposed to be, like, you know, oh, she's got, like, totally different eyes than she had in the last movie. Oh, they changed the eyes with the movies? Yeah. You know one thing that always takes me out of the Thor movie is the very first Thor movie they dyed his eyebrows blonde. Mm. But then Avengers, Dark World, every other, they let him have his natural eyebrows. He looks so much better natural. Yeah. Don't ever watch Thor 1. It'll throw you off. Like, wow, he looks stupid. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, mean, I never even thought about that. That's it's going to ruin you're it. Definitely, though. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, you definitely ruined it. it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> he looks oh, so stupid. Boy. Oh, there's a part, I think, in this Fantastic Four movie where, like, doesn't, uh, I think uh, Johnny Storm and the they Thing switch powers. switch powers or something yeah. at one point. So Chris Evans is... But speaking of which, a lot, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Chris Evans was a Marvel superhero before... Everyone knows this. Captain America. <laughs> a lot of people... He did two movies. People know. I mean, I guess. I mean, we know because we're nerds. I don't oh, know. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I don't talk to middle schoolers because I'm not yeah. allowed, but <laughs> they wouldn't I'd know. Be, I'd be willing to bet there are, there are people our age out there that have no idea that he was... I... Human would bet Torch. there's people out there our age, our age dude, that I think, think Human Torch and Captain America are the same character. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, probably our, right. our age, I, I'd say like your your mid twenty and up, you know that he was there, but below, like that's what I'm saying, like younger, they don't. That's Captain America, right? Well, there you have it. Chris Evans was Human Torch first, and then Captain America later. I always say this when. Someone else, they get another role. I'm like, can't you already have right, one? Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I said when he was Captain America. I'm like, no, I, I think he'll do fine, but he's not allowed to have two. And he's been like, <laughs> and I remember like the Fantastic Four movies were all I'd ever seen him in. Yeah. And then he comes out and does. I may have seen him in one other thing that was just the kind of another stupid movie. And then they're like, they gave him Captain America, and I'm like, really? Like this guy is going to be Captain America? And he's been amazing. Yeah, he's like been he's great. been terrific. And uh, you know, he's since kind of come into his own and really. Um, yeah, he, he's good. managed to be a tremendous actor, and like he's really great in a lot of the other projects. And he's director, doing too. he directed yeah. that one where he's a trumpet player. I like that a lot. Um, Snowpiercer, he's a, he's incredible. Yeah. In. Um, I need to see that one, Gifted, that actually just came out. Um, I think he plays a father of a girl who's uh, got, um, it's like a savant or something. Oh, I haven't seen it. Um, you are really correct good. on the title and the description. Oh, that's good. Did you see it? He's not her father. I believe her, he's uncle. her uncle. Yes, okay. but the mother is dead. Oh. Deceased. Oh, like uh, non-existent. But yeah, continuing with our summer of 2007. Let's do it. Nostalgia. Nan- there was a Nancy Drew movie. That Didn't came watch out in it. 07. I think I saw it once. Did it you? was uh, Emma Roberts, and it was based on the. Uh, I like Emma Roberts. Based on the uh, like the. I can't. Did she come? Was she spun off from the Hardy Boys? 
Nancy Drew? Yeah. Why are you looking at me it? like I'm some old know. guy that knows? <laughs> this books are for grandpas. That's <laughs> not true. I read some of the Hardy Boys. We all know. Yeah, but like fourth edition. I think, uh, I can't remember if she was. They probably had team I think they were in like the same universe. Yeah, probably. They had team ups. So I think the expectation was they were going to do. I know at one point Tom Cruise for a long time was attached to like a Hardy Boys or Hardy, like a grown up Hardy Boys movie, um, which has never come to fruition. No. And I have no idea if that had anything to do with a Nancy, this Nancy Drew movie coming to life. Regardless, this Nancy Drew movie is not great. It is. Uh, Emma Roberts is Nancy Drew. Um, she's like, God knows, probably 15 at the time. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to remember what the, uh, what the plot is uh can't have been anything terribly she probably has to solve a mystery involving the mysterious death of a beautiful movie star her aunt i think julia roberts in this i don't think she is but uh yeah so yeah nancy drew there apparently was a nancy drew movie in 2007 Uh, i remember it look it up at your own risk it wasn't for my age bracket um. Uh, there was a sequel to Bruce, you remember Bruce Almighty? Yes. With uh. Oh yeah, I do. Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty came yeah, out. Yes, saw that in theaters, son. Um, I think I did too, mm-hmm. and I was not. I loved Bruce Almighty, and I just remember Evan Almighty. I was like, that was totally awful. Had a B E A U. It was really really bad. bad. Yeah, um, it was very good. And that was kind of a shame because uh, this was sort of around the time that The Office was starting to really mm-hmm. kind of. Working towards the height of like the Steve Carell yeah. power, uh, it was like I guess it would have been probably season two or three, um, and you know it was kind of on the come up, especially with uh, Stephen Carell doing his thing, um, and so they gave him the lead for this Evan Almighty movie, and was kind of like a sort of spinoff from his character in Bruce Almighty, yeah, and uh, it just it was not as good, it was not nearly as good as and, uh, and as it's Bruce. a bummer because we could have more Mighty movies with. Morgan Freeman is God. Like we could have like Dan mm-hmm. Dan Almighty or Ben right. Almighty. Now they shot it and never, they never never hit the ground. Yeah, it's been literally twenty six days straight shooting a film that nobody ever sees. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You just go back to your life. Dan Almighty <laughs> editing podcast releasing three weeks late. Uh, Nancy Drew wasn't a spinoff, but it was created by the same person. Uh, um, they to shared- capitalize on the girl. Interest. Oh, really? That's yeah. That sounds right to me. Um, Dan, did you ever see these? Uh, one called Captivity nope. has Elijah, uh, Elisha Cuthbert. Um, oh yeah, I remember her. Uh, controversial marketing campaign involved bill- involved billboards that were ultimately deemed too graphic and were pulled. In the movie, Elisha Cuthbert uh, and this other guy play two hostages who awaken to find themselves held captive in a cellar. As their killer tries to drive them insane, the truth about their horrific abduction is revealed. Hmm. And I've seen the image of like this poster image. Show me, before, show me, show me. Which is like behind a chain link thing. The logo uh, seems familiar. Yeah, I know um, So I don't know. Um, seems kind of scary. And then uh, DOA Dead or Alive is based on the video game franchise. Yeah. Like a group of. We all know like why we played that game. Thing. Yeah. I that Never was before my time. I don't know. Like, that game. Okay, so. This is we're gonna go into video game moment. That game, that game always looked amazing. It was like one of the, every time there's new generation, they make one of these games. But what this game was really known for is the women were very voluptuous, yeah. and they I don't want to make this up, not PC, Whatever. but they're very bouncy if you know what I mean. And you can, you could, 
Yeah. No, I'm not. That's why these games were big, and they tried to capitalize on it with this movie. They even had a. You could go into the settings, and it, this is gonna make me sound oh like a creep. Yeah, you can adjust the really? ba- bounciness. You just made the age higher. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got to be kidding. I, okay, I sound like a creep, but I'm just repeating what. No, no, no. I don't know. I know um, you. I'm just shocked that that's a feature in the game. And that's what this game is. So they stopped just doing proper fighting dead o- um, DOAs, or, yeah. And now they just do beach volleyball. Yes. Yes. I have one. You have one. Well, they didn't even bother porting it to america the latest one they're like this is just a weird japanese thing so if you want the game you have to buy the japanese which you can play on yours but it's just weird yeah you have one i have one of the volleyball ones because i wanted a volleyball game no you didn't you wanted digital girls no man that's what metroid prime was for (laughs) i have no idea which one metroid prime what she's in a suit yeah until you beat the game (laughs) then she takes it off you gotta earn that but yes, that's what that game was based on, Ben. Um, and they tried to do a movie. And yeah, this movie. I never saw this movie. I watched like 10 minutes of it not too long ago in like TBS or something. Mm. Not good. Yeah, I don't that's imagine it would be TV. any good at all. Something like that. One of those weird channels. I don't know. Um, okay, but moving on. Uh, this is the one I was looking forward to uh, talking about. Live Free or Die Hard. I saw this. Came out at the end of June. Yep. Uh, summer 2007. Uh I love Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah, the fourth one. I think it's a great movie. This one's good. Oh, the good one, one after it, not so good. No, yeah, five was terrible. When did that come out? 2013? Something like that. Seven. I got um, it on Redbox and watched it and regretted it. Yeah, it's a horrible movie. But uh, Live Free or Die Hard, I think, is amazing. And I know everybody was a little miffed when it came out that they were gonna it was going to be PG-13. Yeah, because he only got to say yippee-ki-yay. And then they kind of they kind of got stuff. He kind of muffles it a little yeah, bit. Cause Spoilers, the movie's 10 years old. He gets spoilers. He shoots himself in the shoulder to get the bad guy that held him. That's yeah, that so was cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Um, and there's a... there's you a, just killed a helicopter with a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch that movie now. Come on, kid. There's, a, uh, there's an unrated version that came on the DVD. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think it's on the one I have. Um, I have the Blu-ray of all these. And they... Uh, I don't think it was on the Blu-ray. Bummer, because, yeah, I got the five-pack. Yeah, it was... Uh, well, I think With the tower. No, the Yakutami uh, Tower that came out later, and I like I want the tower, but I already have all five. Why do I need a tower? Did you buy the one with like that's got Bruce Willis' yeah. face kind of pixelated a little bit? Yep. Yeah, I don't. Th- excuse me, I don't think I think the only the PG thirteen one is on there, but they just released another box set. Really? That I think like it, do- it doesn't have the tower. No, it doesn't have the tower, but I think it was like when they first released this new box set. It promised to have the unrated cut of Live Free or Die Hard. It was the first time that it was going to be on Blu-ray with the unrated cut. And uh, then they released it, and people bought it and found out, wait, where's the unrated cut of Live Free or Die Hard? And so they're like, all right, well, sorry, we'll go back and fix this. So now, like literally just recently, like within the past couple of weeks, they've re-released the same box set, same art and everything with the product. Because I found it at Best Buy. And it and I was gonna grab it, but it was because uh, on Amazon the price of the box set, I guess, since people found the error, was like twenty dollars. Um, and like at Best Buy when it had the fixed one, it was like fifty. I'm like, all right, well, I don't need to necessarily Let, spend fifty. So bucks have on... you have you seen the unrated? DVD? I have, yeah. Does um, it add in a whole lot of content or just? Uh, he de- he says the whole mother effer, okay. mother effer, and then um. I think there's one or I think there's a few other uh language. Okay. Uh, there's a few other uh F bombs thrown in there. I don't remember if the violence is any 
I think there may be some like blood added to some scenes, I but I don't remember there being like a substantial amount of extra, hmm. you know, deleted Tom scenes McQueen. added in. Um, but I yeah, like that had Kevin Smith in it. Yeah, Live Free or Die Hard was uh, the sequel where they tried to bring it into the 21st century, where he had to fight a cyber terrorist. Yeah, um, <laughs> moved around in the semi. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Willis partnering up with uh, who was the younger guy, Justin Long? Yeah, um, the Mac guy. Yeah. Forever he is the Mac guy. Those ten years go shut, Mac guy. Yeah, so it was John McClane and the Mac guy, basically trying to save his hot daughter. <laughs> What's her name? She's she's good looking. The actress. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Um. So Ramona yeah. Flowers. Uh, was uh, is his wife in this one? No. I think uh, no, man. John McClane's wife's the worst wife ever. Actually. Well, yeah, she is kind of the worst. Because like, I feel like every sequel, should, like something else, something else bad happens. So she's in the first and second one, and then the third one, you just see her ID, and he like tries to call her, and yeah, by that one, like they they're done. But like, okay, this is turning into the, the Die Hard thing. John McClane, you know, you're not gonna do better than John McClane. That guy is loyal to you. He will go in a building with no shoes. He will save your airplane. And what do you do? You divorce him and probably marry some loser. And I think I'm uh, over her. And the other thing that also occurred to me about a lot of these movies too is it always seemed like he was kind of flip flopping police forces. Like he was a he was a former New York cop and then he was a New former York, LA cop LA. and then he was a former like Chicago cop and then I, I don't know. Um, I always thought he was New York, but I I think it was I think he was a former New York police officer. Or I think in the first one he was a New York police officer, okay. and he came out to L.A. to visit his wife and family for Christmas, mm-hmm. even though they were getting ready to they're filing for divorce or whatever, right? I think that was the first movie. And I think she she hadn't told him yet that she was going to. They were oh. they were separated. Yeah, no, just, they, yeah, they were yeah. definitely separated. Yeah, um, he finds out the hard way. I, man, I just want to watch all these, but it's not Christmas. I I watched the. The first one at Christmas every time. And then the second one, I'm pretty, is when he goes to, like, is it Dulles Airport in D.C., right? Yeah. And the terrorists have taken over the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got shoes, though. Yeah. Um, but in that one, I think they call him LAPD. Huh. I don't know. I'd have to go back yeah. and watch it. I'm sure people will hear this and be like, what are you talking about? You have no <laughs> clue what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but I love, I, I really enjoy the Die Hard movies. They're just you know, quintessential the, entertainment. Except like, for the last one. Oh, yeah. yeah except for five. It was not good. It has his son who's like CIA or something, but the daughter does come back at the very end. Does she? Yeah, they like get reunited. She oh, yeah, 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 really so briefly. It's yeah. more like a cameo. They just like hug each other. Yeah, right? yeah, I appreciated that. I mean, if they ever do that, the next one that they're kind of talking about, that'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I do I do not like the actor that played his son. No, uh, no one does. Jack Courtney is awful, awful, awful. And everyone's it, like, everything he's been in, he's been terrible. Everyone's like, quit shoving Jack Courtney down and throw it. Right. Um, he's a karma drain, like, not karma, charisma drain. You have to get online and Google, like, Die Hard, it will be six, I think. Yeah. So, uh, I think there was somebody that at one point in time took out a full page yeah. ad. Did you see this? Did see this, and apparently it was awesome. It was in one of the trade magazines or something, and, uh, yeah, like, just took out a full page ad and basically wrote a, a like, a pitch for Die Hard 6, and it sounds amazing. Yeah. It does do sound that. really good. Um, is that the one where it it it, it tells two stories, a, a current day yes. story, and then yeah, do that. Um, and I did not realize how much I like Die Hard until right now. Well, right, I right. love Die Hard, but it's Great like movie. um, 
it sounded like it wasn't just like the two the two part like the Godfather Part Two story. It wasn't just like you know the old or, or the old or current and the new or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was something more to it where they were gonna. No, 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 no. You're right. I think it was like a was it. I think the pitch was flashback, right? So I think it's, it's like a, I thought it was maybe a concurrent thing where he was like they're honoring him at the Yaktori Tower or something. Yeah, yeah, something. I I did not actually read the treatment. I heard people talk about the treatment, and it just sounded cool. But yeah, so go just go Google Die Hard Six. Uh, I don't know Die Hard Six script idea or Die Hard Six idea or something like that, and you should be able to find what we're talking about because I know it sounds like we're rambling, which we probably are. Um, so I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, Dan just went out and picked up a bunch of PS2 games. Yeah, I do not have a DOA game. Uh, it's just the beach volleyball game. We got X Men Legends though, which is classic. And then that what's is, the other one? Legends two. two. Does that one have Apocalypse on it? Yeah. Yes, yes, it does. Huh. Um, but yeah, so after I guess June, end of June. This would be Fourth of July weekend. That's right. Live for your Die Hard was out the end of June, and that was like getting ready for the long 4th of July weekend because then Ratatouille came out basically that same Great week. movie. Dude, I know this girl that has a uh, live free tattoo on the back of her neck and I just, I want a tattoo die hard on the other, on the one. It doesn't, like, back of her ear says live free die hard. Mm, that's pretty cool. Just based uh, on that movie alone. Um, I haven't heard of these other ones that are like right around there. Mama's Boy, also had John, John Heater, I've never heard of. Monster Camp, uh, documentary that gives viewers a glimpse into the world of live action role playing, hmm. LARPing as it's called. Uh, yes, interesting. That was before role models too, so it wasn't yeah. quite didn't quite pick on pick up. Um, uh, Death at a Funeral. I think I did hear of Frank Oz uh, directing a comedy that tells what happens when a man tries to expose the dark secret of a recently deceased patriarch from a dysfunctional British family. Eighty eight dollars. Nice. What is it? A game Jay. called. Hack and die act. Oh. Jeez, that's fantastic. You can get some bang for that. Oh. Uh, and then the beginning of July, the first Transformers movie came out. This is back when this everyone is, was cool with Shia this LaBeouf. Is ten years ago. That's crazy. Can you believe that? They're doing another one this Only year. Only we could have stopped them then. <laughs> I like the first one. Shoot it in the head. There's some weird like humping jokes. They're always weird. Uh, yeah, Michael Bay is weird with the humping jokes. Well, the thing that like, okay. I didn't hate the first Transformers. I hated all of the ones after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I think, the one that's coming out uh, later this the summer. The Last Night. The Last Night, I think, has a new writer or writing team. Okay. That's promising. That's a Transformer. That still doesn't look great. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's a Transformer. That's a new writer. Bubblebee. Optimist. We are so horrible at Matt. All of us are Horrible. That's Mark what's Wahlberg. great about it. it what? What? My Mark Wahlberg's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the only place you hear better Wahlberg accent is that Wahlbergers. So, what you're saying about 2007 so far is Shia LaBeouf was in the Penguin movie. He was a star of this. Like he had the he world was, in front of him. He had then, everything. This is before this Indiana was, Jones. This was re- this was the post even Stevens come up. Yeah, right? he had holes already at this point. I yeah. love holes, man. Holes was a couple years prior to this, but he didn't. He, he was trying to break out of the Disney shell, and he yeah. was like, uh, Spielberg, I think, saw Holes mm-hmm. and decided to cast him in Disturbia, which I think also came out this Great. year. The mm-hmm. Looking Window kind of movie. That, uh, yeah. 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 It was like a, kind of like a remake of Rear Window. Yeah, that's it. Um, 
I actually just watched Disturbia sometime last year. I saw good. it once. I don't, it's a decent little movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Disturbia. And then, uh, yeah, they're like, we need somebody to do the lead in Transformers and Spielberg. Like, that first Transformers movie, Shia. I really enjoyed. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. Eh, can't, the plots, whatever. The effects but, still hold up, which, yeah. is, which is good. It made me want to buy a toy. And I bought mm-hmm. a Bumblebee toy. Like They did what they wanted to, but the second one did not. Like, this, what? You're lame. Yeah. Uh, the problem, though, I have, though, with... I mean, I, I admire uh, Michael Bay as a filmmaker only because he shows like he's he consistently knows how to handle set pieces and yeah. action um i mean people say oh but he does explosions oh like people like always like they like to larp or larping like, talking about this other monster camp movie they like to harp on him for you know yeah his overuse of explode and yeah i mean he does but like there's not really another director working today that knows how to orchestrate and choreograph and work his way through and dude, everything he does a set piece like Michael Bay does is true 3D. At least when he filmed the 3D movie, he does it in 3D. It's not in post. Um, I would recommend Michael Bay haters watch 13 Hours. Uh, I own that to see how incredible. I think I own that. I might watch it. His skill as a filmmaker is an action filmmaker. Dude, and I like the the one with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. What's that called? Uh, Pain and Gain. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it only for like the kind of it was different for him. Yeah, uh, it felt I, kind of a bit more like a Scorsese type story, but still, I don't, I don't know. Um, a lot of his movies are just kind of like. Clearly, I didn't love it. I can't remember its name, but I'm like, okay, Michael Bay, yeah. let's see what you're doing here. Uh, testosterone, like on you know, with steroids injected, just like you know, hot girls flaunting everywhere, and you know, big over the top action and slick cars. And but that's what Michael Bay likes. If, yeah. If I made a movie, just be filled with nerd <laughs> stuff and like white guitars and like. <laughs> um. So you got to do what you love, man. I guess. So Fury Road. Fury well, Road. Mad Max. Yeah. There's no white guitars, but man, I would love to make a movie like that. We're moving on. Yeah. Um. License to Web. Uh. I saw this movie a few times. That have actually. Robin Williams in it. Robin Williams. Um. This uh, he plays a uh, a reverend John Krasinski. Um, yeah. yeah, John Krasinski and Mandy Moore play a young oh, couple. Mandy Moore, getting, I remember you. Yeah, they're getting married. I like Mandy Moore. It is um, leaving HBO this month. Is it? You want to watch it? Mm, Last uh, chance. Um, I don't have to watch movies now. Well, they're getting married, and then uh, Mandy Moore's uncle is Robin Williams, and he's this, uh, he's a reverend at their church, and so yeah. she wants him to marry them. And so, of course, he takes on, like, you know, he's like, oh, if you guys are going to get married, you got to pass my you know, rigorous Robin Williams yeah. test. And so, you know, hilarity and mayhem ensues. Hilarity ensues. And, and he their relationship is, is tested and all this. And, so, and they try and expose his past. Right. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's a, I mean, it's not not bad for, uh, like, a romantic comedy. Um, you could do worse. I like romantic comedies. Um, I'll say it. I like them. But, you know, it's pretty much got all the tropes you'd expect. Um. Uh, what else is next? Rescue Dawn was also out at this time. This was Werner Herzog did a uh, not a documentary. This was a a war film about um uh, POWs in Vietnam. I think I uh, if I remember, see, I had Christian Bale had Christian Bale what? and Steve Zahn in it. Christian Bale was in something I didn't see. Yeah, love Christian Bale. He might do. Uh, this was a hold up, hold up, I'm out. Pause. 2007. Little Disney show called That's So Raven. Yeah. That was in 2007? I don't know. 
I don't think that's 2007, man. I think that's the Raven didn't start in 2007. Yeah, it, it might have ended. There. I think the spinoff Corey in the house was on by then. Listen, the point is, <laughs> there's a new show coming to Disney called Raven's Home, where what? she is going to be the mom. What? Yeah, let me see that. What? Uh, it's a video. So Damn. Uh, well, I just no more details. Know, I'll look at the but, uh, It looks terrifying. Oh, is she still going to have visions? Let me see this. Oh God, I hope. This looks like a Hocus Pocus yeah, remake it looks in the terrible. making here. She looks weird. Man, I need to find like a like Amber Alert noise for that. Breaking news. Sorry. Sorry. Dan, Dan had to interject with... Had to ruin There's the just some things you can't, you can't keep in. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um... July 13th, 2007. Frankie, you know what came out? No, but tell me and I might. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. What? I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt, kind of. Yeah. It's from the Beast. Fantastic Beast. Oh, nice. So, wait, Order of the Phoenix said? Yeah, Order of the Phoenix was the fifth book, fifth movie. Yeah, I just Oh, they started the... uh, Dumbledore's um, Army? Dumbledore's Army. Harry was training him in that secret room. Yep. Um, Gets his first kiss. Yeah, he... Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to remember what else happens in that one. Yeah, they go to the Ministry of the Magic at the end, fight uh, Voldemort. Dumbledore versus Voldemort. Uh, what's his name? Dies? Is yeah, Sirius Black? No, Dumbledore doesn't die until. No, no, Sirius Black dies, though. Yeah. No, that's so sad. Like, um, finally had a father type figure. Yeah. Totally um, spoiled it, sorry. <laughs> whatever. I mean, people have. Seriously, though, I mean, everybody knows. <laughs> What happens in Harry Potter, except us, apparently. Um, Dolores Umbridge uh, oh, was in man. this one. Yeah. She was great. Imelda Staunton played that to a T. That was so good. Um, yeah, what else? Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're so lame. Um, 1408, as we said before, uh, based on the short story by Stephen King. This is one where John Cusack goes and checks into a haunted hotel run by Samuel Sam L. Jackson. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Um, I don't rem- remember like everything about this movie. I saw gotta it. Give it to you, boy. In theaters, it's it was pretty hyped. I remember back in back it was in the a day. Great one, man. Was it good? I can't. That's why I'm like trying to like. Was this actually? good? I loved it. Yeah. And what Ben? Watched, is it good? I trust you. <laughs> Dan it's, says it's, everything's it's, good. A, it's okay. I rem- I need to. I, I think this is one of those movies that I. There you go. Um, what streaming? I'm 24 for? minutes in, and I've enjoyed it. What site is that? That's the DVD. Oh, that's the DVD. Um, <laughs> went out by that day one. I didn't know if it was on. I think it's on one of the streaming services, though. I remember I was super hyped for this movie. I'm saying hype way too much for one evening, but I was very excited, and I can't remember what happens. It's uh, it. well, John Cusack plays a uh, like a um, like a tra- like a horror blogger, a horror writer, or something. Yeah, big, big, st- yeah, big stretch, Stephen King. But what he does is he, uh, like, basically goes to different locations and either writes about them or, like, reviews them. I think he, re- I think he, isn't that what he Dude, is? I, I think th- he's, like, a critic. He has, yeah. like, top ten haunted houses, yeah. top ten. Man, blogs were a thing back then. It's vlogs. I remember when they start coming out, like, what is the vlog? So he's, like, yeah, so he's writing something <laughs> for, like, a guide he's writing or something on okay. the internet. And he, uh, goes to this place called the Dolphin Hotel and... Oh, does he just try he, and find haunted things? Yeah, so okay. he checks in. So he checks into the hotel, and he, uh, you know, he's like, uh, 
he wants to figure I out. I want to watch this movie now. Yeah. So he's a man he's who specializes to... in debunking paranormal occurrences. Checked into the fabled room fourteen oh eight in the Dolphin Hotel. Soon after selling in, he confronts genuine terror. Yeah. Give me the Blu-ray. I want this DVD. And it's kind of a it's kind of a pardon my language. It's a bit of a mind fuck. Like uh, I, I, there are parts of it. Like really, if you're not paying attention, yeah, uh, it's it'll come back to kind of haunt you, so to speak. See, Dan likes my jokes, but um, I uh, so and that's kind of the flaw I think with this movie is I remember thinking there are parts of it that are really stupid and kind of boring, and then but there are other like really great scenes in it um, that kind of leave you thinking like that's great but what's really happening like because i remember thinking like i'd seen it a couple of times and both times i kind of walked away a little underwhelmed but again it's another one of these movies that um i always you know it props up it comes back you know it comes out somewhere and it's like oh i should watch that again like insidious was another one that i originally was like oh you know i don't really care for it but then i watched you know it kept recurring and people kept talking about it and i was like hey, maybe i should watch it again it's weird you said that because i try to find the a pack for it or, i mean just blu-ray and the blu-ray itself is too expensive but there is a multi-pack and insidious is one on it the haunted anthology insidious 1408 the others the last exorcism and the blair witch project weirdly enough you could do worse with that pack honestly <sighs> i already own insidious so i like yeah. insidious um i've come to like insidious the sequels are not good. There's three of them. Yeah, I thought the f- f- one and two are like you need to watch them. They're like one movie to me. Yeah, kind of. And then the third, third one, no. third one's different. And they are uh, doing a fourth one. That's what I heard. Yeah. Supposed to be working on an eighth Saw movie too. Yeah, yep. they should. I haven't, they I haven't seen the third Insidious, but it is leaving HBO this month. Really? I I own it. I'm like a loser. Um, I think I bought a three pack. And then, uh, what else did we get, uh, part of July? Uh, The Strangers, um, came out, which, Strangers is the movie that got me into horror. Really? Um, you know, I talk all the time on this show and my blog about how much I love the horror movies. Strangers, it was Liv Tyler, and they were in that cabin. Yes. And the masked, uh, the people, it was kind of like a home invasion thing. Yes, absolutely. It's a scary movie. Greatest movie of the year. I have not seen it, man. How much is this movie? Oh, it's fantastic. It's gotta be, it's gotta be cheap. I've got... That yeah. Blu-ray is only like 10 it's bucks. It's Strangers or The Strangers? The, the Strangers. strangers. Um, Why are you doing it? Because you were home. Right, yeah. Oh, I remember, yeah. It's I remember. Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman are... Uh, Scott Speedman? Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, and they had just come from, I think, the guy's friend's wedding. And he proposed... I think he, he had the idea... This, like, the subtext there is that he's supposed to... Like, he proposed to Liv Tyler at this wedding. And it didn't go well. I guess she turned him down. Um, and so that's kind of where we come into the movie is them driving away from the wedding, kind of in a huff with each other. And they're driving out to this cabin to kind of, you know, just, you know, be out there together for a little while. And, um, so then it comes, comes out that there are, you know, actually some crazy people in that neighborhood that are, uh, trying to kill them, as Dan said, solely because they're, 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 they're available to be toyed with. Um, and it's, and it's really, it's pretty dark. Um, and it's very scary. Um, great use, I think, of uh, negative space and uh, sound design. Um, you know, it's just violent enough in the right places, and then it's and the ending is just like, like you walk away like having pretty much been through the ringer. 
Dang. emotionally. Like it's 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 pretty great. Um, highly highly underrated. Uh, like if you were to look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes or anything for it, it's fair. The scores are fairly low, um, critically at least. Um, but I think it is well deserving of a uh, reevaluation because it really, honestly, like after after seeing that movie, I saw The Strangers before I ever saw Halloween, before I ever saw Psycho, before I ever saw uh, The Exorcist, like all these classic horror movies that I love now. Um, but that it was your gateway to them. It was my gateway to an entire genre, and yeah. uh, I've. My mother would say I've been made the worst for it, but <laughs> I, I I disagree. I think uh, uh, horror films have their place, and I think this uh, my life has been in, has been enriched uh, creatively and aesthetically because of the strangers. Huh. So you speak highly of this movie. I do remember it, but it's not like I, I may be hyping it too much. It's not like the greatest movie of all time by any stretch but it's 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 scary yeah, but no, it's that. it's what got you into things and yeah. so we're, this has become nostalgia night but right it does, yeah sometimes your first thing isn't the best and you can even acknowledge it but it always has a place in your heart because like this is what got me into it yeah so, I, I can appreciate that and uh <laughs> there there's one other guy there's one other character in it there's these there's uh live tyler and scott speedman and then the people that are out to and then there's the you know the 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 three murderers or whatever and then there's another guy that comes in that I think is uh, who's the guy from? It's uh, it's somebody from Always Sunny. Charlie? No, it's not Charlie. Uh, Mac? Charlie, Dennis? Charlie, it's not Charlie, Charlie. It's not Mac. Not Dennis. You we've run out of dudes. Huh? It's not Danny DeVito. Yeah, no, it's not Danny DeVito. We, we're out so, of yeah, dudes. Dennis is the clean cut guy. Yeah. So it's not Max Mac. the gay one. Wait. No, He's, who's the who's the big guy? big guy like rob 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 mcelhenny who's like he's the i think that's actor. mac yeah that's what i thought like he's muscular a, one yeah a little bit he's, well he like, gets he gets he's fat like, on purpose he's like be, he's yeah. like beer muscular like he's yeah that's mac brawny but he's yeah. like yeah that's mac and then there's charlie and then there's dennis the older brother that's very vain yeah Dang. him the actor that plays that guy danny glover's i don't man. remember i don't remember his name but he's like the other actor okay. in this movie um Talk to me, Don Cheadle stars uh, in the biopic about Petey Green. Uh, I was an ex-con who became a radio personality in the wa- in Washington D.C. Yeah, in I didn't 60s. see that. Heard it was pretty good. I never got around to it. Um, uh, the Hairspray movie. Mark Waters did a. Uh, I did see that live-action Hairspray. Uh, you can't stop doing. John Travolta played the uh, the drag character. It just seemed natural for him for some reason. <laughs> Um, who else was in this? Zach Efron, Christopher Walken, Chris Walken, Queen Latifah, Michelle Pfeiffer, Amanda Bynes. And before she went off the deep end. Yeah, who's the girl? Nikki Blonsky. Did she ever do anything after that? Nope. I don't know. They never do if they start with and introducing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. not fair. Yeah, I can't. I can't disprove you, but I feel like that shouldn't be right. But I'm like, I can't think of anything. Can't Danny Glover's in town. Doing what? Movie. Movie. Oh. Covington. Causing a bunch of delays. Uh it's gotta be the one that the, the Robert Redford one I think he's in. Mm-hmm. Is it not that one? Old Man of the Gun? I have no idea. Um, my friends just said gotcha. they got to meet him. They were shooting a Newport picture on all girl. so Hairspray, that was July twentieth, also uh around that week. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. See, probably year. the last half decent Adam Sandler movie I remember. You watching. think that's half decent? I, don't I mean, know. after that, it was really like 
extremely juvenile after yeah. that. Who's that girl in that movie? Uh, Jessica Biel. Yep. So that's what I'm like thinking. I feel like my time, like my memory screwed up because I feel like I watched that movie and then bought the last Harry Potter book. But that last Harry Potter book didn't come out that year. It came out before. So I must have been a different movie. No, I think Deathly Hallows came out in 07. Did it? Okay. It so did. yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, so I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was Adam Sandler and Kevin James, who are uh, two straight Philadelphia firemen. Yeah. And uh, they're best friends. But. Uh, the plot goes that they have to pretend to be a gay married couple in order to qualify for the fire department's domestic partner benefit. For the children. For the really. kids, yeah. basically. So they're both like single dads, I guess. And, and Adam Sandler's a womanizer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not nearly as juvenile and you know, sophomoric as. I just didn't like the Rob Snyder, like, racist kind of. Oh, Asian uh, priest yeah. thing, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty. Ugh. I, yeah, was, but yeah, okay. Now that I'm you... not a Rob Schneider fan, but no one um, is. This Alexander Payne co-wrote the script for this, and he's done stuff like uh, I think Sideways. He did. He did Nebraska. Oh, I like Nebraska. Um, so kind of like you know, high-minded adult comedy um, is where that guy comes from. So, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I saw that, and I was like, you know what? Now that makes sense is because it's a little more. Have that. It's a little more grown up. Um, it's still PG-13, so, I mean, it's still, you know, very much a Sandler movie, but, um, yeah, it's far more, uh, relatively more intelligent and high-minded than some of his more recent stuff. Saw it once. Don't know if I'll ever see it again. Um. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. You would. Uh, Goya's Ghosts also came out. No, Goya's Ghosts. Goya's Ghosts. Uh, Francisco Goya. What is that? What is that accent? It's just what I'm going to say when things go wrong. Oh, Goyo's ghost. Uh, the Simpsons movie came out July 27th, Saw that. 2007. Never that would have been a, a, a pra- like a right place to end the show, but it's kept going. Oh, the Simpsons show? Yeah. Oh, of course it did. It seems like you, you should have ended it at the movie. I mean, usually, but the Spon- SpongeBob made two movies before it ended. Yeah, but and then that's true. Yeah. I love Spongebob when I was a um, kid. Yeah, I, lo- I thought the Simpsons movie was actually really good. Yeah, I remember liking it. Um, and I think it was w- well-received critically, um, which was a bit of a surprise. I mean, I, a, a lot of people really liked the Simpsons, but I would have thought, you know, some 25 years after it originally started, you know, especially if they were going to stretch it out to an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, it probably would have would not have held up. So um, I'm glad that it turned out to be as solid as it did. Um, don't they have to, like, the EPA, there's, like, some natural disaster that happens, and they throw a dome over Springfield. Yes, that seems about And they end right. up moving out of town and going to solve the problem. I don't remember. Um, here's another, uh, 2D favorite here, Skinwalkers. Uh, never you name these because they're all, like, crappy B-grade movies that I feel like you'd, you'd enjoy. I mean, I'm sure if I saw them, I'd love them. Um, uh... Uh, it's about some small. Oh, oh dang! We're having technical troubles here. We're losing our yeah. That happened to our me. Equipment. That happened to me once. It's because you guys touch them. Yeah, we keep we keep fiddling with them. That's we need to not do that. That's what my parents always said. Uh, but Skinwalkers is basically said. a werewolf movie. Oh, man, I had a sixty-five-year-old man say something to me, and then follow it up with, "That's what she said today." Yes, I was like, "Get out of my store." <laughs> no, you should have given free stuff. 
Everything's free if you run fast enough. There you go. Um, <laughs> and we're back. We are back. Uh, the Born Ultimatum came out in 2007. I just like I, I saw this and I'm like I can't believe all these movies are 10 years old now. Yeah. Uh, this was another third movie in a series. Um, You're right. That year was the three cool year. Yeah. Wow. Um. Everybody knows and loves the Born Ultimatum. Uh, right before Matt Damon went on Born hiatus before returning in 2016 16. with a really extremely mediocre, um, highly underwhelming movie. Um, I bought that in 4K and still haven't seen it. Oh man, you did you blind? Is that a blind purchase? Oh yeah, I blind purchased. Man, you're gonna want to send that back. Yeah, I can't now. I'll still in the package and I've had it for how long? Um. What else we got? Oh, there was a live action underdog movie. Yeah, I never saw that. <laughs> Around that time, which I did see. I, I think after it came out. See. on Seeing this list made me like, oh yeah, that, there was that. And I think, who plays the voice of the dog? Jason Lee, yeah. Um, and the villain was Peter Dinklage. Ooh. A Dr. Bar Sinister. Before Classic. Uh, based on the Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Never fear, underdog is here. Um... And it like really is like a beagle, like a computer animated beagle. Yeah. In a superhero. Dogs costume. Hanna Barbera. Yeah, man. Yeah. Huh? You know that? Doesn't what do you think he was? Oh, it just doesn't seem right. I was thinking like maybe Warner Brothers. No, no. Mm. It was Disney, I think, put it out. Surprisingly. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, it was Disney. Um. Disney did that. Yeah, Disney. You so, think it would be? You'd think it would have been Warner Brothers, and I don't remember what the rights uh, situation was with that, but it was absolutely Disney. Um, because uh, yeah, doesn't Warner Brothers have the Hanna Barbera cartoon vault? They have the rights to all those. Scooby Doo and Flintstones and uh, um. Well, the Flintstones movies were at. I think it was. I think they were at Universal for a while. Because I know Universal did the Flintstones live action movies. Um, which, I, again, speaking of the Flintstones, I think, if rumor serves correctly, isn't Seth MacFarlane working on a Flintstones comeback? Either a show or a movie or something? <sighs> Seth MacFarlane. I think, I think I read that somewhere. Sounds um, like something he would do, but I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard it. Uh, but also in August of 2007, we got, uh, what has since become a bit of a cult classic, uh, Hot Rod. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, this was the, I think this was the first movie from, um, Yorma Tacone and, or the, uh, it was the Lonely Island before the Lonely Island was officially a thing. Yeah. It was Andy Samberg and, uh, uh, Ian McShane was his, uh, stepdad that he always tried to live up to and, um, he basically plays like an evil Knievel wannabe mm-hmm. uh, in his small town, and it's hilarious. Uh, I still, to this day, when inter- being introduced like your group is like, my name is Frankie, and I like to party. <laughs> I did that at our ben and I like to party at our work Christmas thing, Dan. Remember, or one of our meetings. Now you don't remember. My favorite part is the uh, the whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Yeah, the the safe word when he's doing the luge. Um. <laughs> I watched that movie. And then Bill, and then when he goes to take, when Bill Hader calls him, he's like, Hey man, what's going on? And he calls him, he's like, Uh, not much, man. It's the middle of the night. What do you need? Oh, well, just nothing much, but 
you can give me a ride to the hospital and he goes to pick him up and he's got that giant piece of metal stuck in his head and tells that whole story oh my god it's priceless um i enjoyed it yeah hot rod's great um i need to find that again uh what else we got charlie bartlett uh the that. late anton yelkin remember uh, i enjoyed it can't remember what it's about other than he gets prescription pills and then he diagnoses his classmates yeah he gets prescription yeah. pills from his psychiatrist yeah. and he goes and sells them to kids at his school his psychiatrist i think is uh robert downey jr yes um, before, right before Robert Downey Jr. was allowed to come back. Right. Um, yeah, decent little movie. Not, you know, not anybody's best, but, uh, you know, it's fun. Uh, what else we got? Rush Hour 3, August 10th. Yeah, um, didn't see it. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, kicking butt once again. Uh, not a great film. Um, I think Rush Hour 2 was probably the best. In that series, you think it's the best? I, I think Rush. I think it was better than Rush Hour One. I really enjoyed Rush Hour One. Um, and, oh yeah, they go to Paris in this one. Uh, and then Stardust also was out. Dude, I love uh, Stardust. Uh, Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. DC. I didn't realize it was a DC uh, graphic novel. DC Comics. No, nah, it was a. Says. It was a proper novel. Stardust was. I thought it was a graphic novel. No, Stardust was an actual book. I'm almost certain. It's a fantasy novel, Neil Gaiman fantasy novel, uh, first published by DC Comics. Well, I, I don't know. I really I thought know. it was a novel first. Um, maybe it was. Um, but yeah, that, isn't that kind of like a? Uh, it's like a lot like Princess, Princess Bride. Yeah, it had very very Princess Bride ish sort of that uh, fairy tale, but kind of uh, backwards. Um, the twisted um robert de niro played like a sky pirate or something uh charlie cox Ooh, yep that's right daredevil the, in it. the uh charlie cox daredevil was the uh the uh the male lead and then is this right sienna miller was the main she- girl no, she wasn't was the her. main girl. He was in the beginning. He was the girl that he was pining after, and he oh, said he yeah. would get her star. Claire Danes is yep. the is the main one, right? Um, Peter O'Toole was in this. Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Ricky Gervais, directed by Matthew Vaughn, who did Layer Cake and, and Kingsman, uh, son. Kingsman and uh, X Men First Class. So solid, uh, solid direction. A lot of fun. Uh, that's another one I haven't seen in a long time, but uh, it's definitely worth revisiting. Um, and that Stardust kind of, you know, if you're into something that's like the Princess Bride, but maybe a bit more, you know, not quite as dated. Dude, uh, I love the beginning of Stardust. I pulled up because I always love the quote in the very beginning. Like, are we human because we gaze at the stars or do we gaze at them because we are human? I'm like, oh, man. Mm. I really, I really like Stardust. I still watch that like once a year. Um, a lot. Of, it's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> that Neil Gaiman, man. He's got American yeah, Gods right now. He's got a, he's got a. Pension for storytelling, that guy. Cora. There was a there was a Bratz movie uh, in August of 07. I had you based on the, line the up, dolls. Line up in theaters and watch that, Ben. Uh, oh, you bet. It was live action. What? No. Who stars in something I like st- this? I don't even know. It doesn't even say anything. It just literally says live action movie based on the popular tween girl targeted toy line. Man, Bratz are the sole reason why it's annoying to try and date a girl that's a certain age. All right. <laughs> so. As a Hanna Barra expert, okay, yes. Um, Underdog is not what Barra. he isn't. Who's he? He's NBC. Really? No, wait, what? No, I can't be right. Mm-hmm. So, believe it. Okay. Buddy. Well, no, he wouldn't. No, wait. 
and the so you never was running around Hong Kong Fui? Never running around Hong Kong Fui. I refuse to believe this. It seems NBC hmm. wait, what's would not own. Okay, wait, wait, hold up. It seems like Underdog and Bullwinkle could have like been on a thing together. Is Bullwinkle owned by NBC? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, because Bullwinkle, Bullwinkle is not Hammer Bear. Yeah. Right. So this is a this weird sub universe. That was that was Rocky and Bullwinkle and. Uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, right? Mm, that were yes. kind of yeah. So the separate ones. So maybe it's in that kind of thing. I don't know, man. I don't think it's my world's being blown up. To be fair, I just swear it was Hanna Barbera. Well, this is even before Dan and I's time, so we're like pulling from our parents' time. Yeah, and yeah. We don't really know. Oh, I do know. Well, I know you really like Hanna Barbera. NBC Universal Television Distribution. So, no, but that's that had to have been a more recent. 61 huh. to 64 was NBC. ABC was 59 to 61. Where are they now? The rights. Did it say? Did not say. NBC. Did, I guess. I'm like, i huh. trying to think. Like, yeah, he never was rolling around with, like... I could have sworn he was always in the... Uh, did we ever see him roundup at with, uh, King's Island? Because King's Island had the Hanna-Barbera thing, right? Yes, they did. Yeah. So I don't remember. No, they weren't. Huh. Yeah. Well, whatever. I swear he was on that little carousel. You remember the carousel they used to have that had the, uh, um, like the Kitty Land carousel that had the, the Hanna Barbera characters on it? No, but. Hmm. Uh, Quick Draw of McGraw and, uh, yeah. who was the shark? Jabajow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Hanna Barbera is the war. Parent organization Warner Brothers. Yeah. Gosh, this is all weird. My mind's being blown. Yeah, my mind is absolutely blown right now. Um, but yeah, regardless, I will take your word for it because uh, I don't want to get hung up. Um, well, we're stuck. I mean, we're getting to the end here, the end of the summer of 07. Uh, there was a, a loose remake of The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, just, it was called The Invasion. This okay. movie, and it was uh, um, uh, Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. Um, oh, and it was essentially just... Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, I do kind of remember this. I didn't see it, though. Yeah. Um, and then you got uh, Fanboys, which was, uh, I think, sort of a, another sort of mockumentary type movie. I saw this Where those movie, guys yeah. go across the country to watch episode, episode one. one. It's such a weird movie. I feel like it. They had to change it because it's such a downer. The friend has cancer or something, and he What's wants to see it before he dies. Yeah, fanboys. Yeah, so like, huh. so it's like a group of guys that are all nerds. They love Star Wars, and they uh, want to get. I think it's isn't it happening at like a convention or something? The screening. There's a rumor, yeah, that's going to be played at a convention. Yeah. The buddy has cancer, and he's not going to live. So they want him to see the movie, before, and it's a comedy at the same time. Oh no, no, no. yeah. This says uh, they're on a quest to take their dying friend to break into Skywalker Ranch and watch. Star Wars Episode One, and for, I haven't seen this, and I, I I should I should watch it, but from what I've heard, the end is uh like the <laughs> the end is supposed to be really funny of this movie. Um, basically, they they watch it, and then they're like, "We drove across the country for this dog shit." Like, <laughs> well, I think only one of them gets to see it, and two of them get to see yeah, it. Yeah, like, did I, you ever, do you ever watch the Fanboys movie? I did watch did? it a long time ago, though. So. And a lot of these movies, too, okay, the same time, my roommate that I lived with shortly after this, I lived with him a few years, he bought 
every DVD ever. He mm. like it's crazy. I mean, I think I have more Blu-rays now than he did it back then. But yeah. I had no money ever, but my roommate had every movie, and that was one he had. So, wow. Um, Super Bad also came out. Yeah, Super Bad. Ten years ago, I'll come August. So uh, I'm thinking like there's a golden era because Seth Rogen and his buddy that I always forget his name wrote a bunch of movies before they they made anything before they got famous. Knocked up, Forty Year Old Virgin, Super Bad. They were all part of it that they wrote together. So that's the golden era. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And Jude Apatow produced. Them. Slash directed. It, it all came out of Freaks and Geeks because they were all like mm-hmm. everybody like uh, Rogan was on that show, Franco was on that show, yeah. Jason Siegel was on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Linda Cardinelli was on that show. Yeah, she um, was. Who else? Seth Green, I think. I don't uh, know. Seth, Seth Green, Green was on there. There's there's another buddy that's in. They, there were a whole lot of you know fairly big comedy names. Yeah, but that came out of that show. But like Seth Rogen when he was younger probably acting on that show him and his friend wrote screenplays for movies this golden era that we keep referring to is (laughs) like these movies that he wrote with Judd Apatow directing now Judd Apatow his movies are always like a little bit too long yeah he makes like adult comedies that are like two and a half hours long yeah Um, and they don't need to be but nobody uh, wants that we want 61 minutes flat that's the ideal runtime according to Dan Um, when you're in a 300 movie contest yeah um, but yeah, on this list that I've got, Super Bad is pretty much the last one. Um, and I guess by mid August, mid late August, summer movie season is relatively over. Um, yep. Good year though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, all the threequels. So many threequels. Um, and so you know, now that it's ten years down the road, several of these franchises are still alive. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is back. Um. This is the first Pirates movie, and when did the fourth one come out? 2011, I think? Yeah, so it makes sense. Five years? That's what some we were talking about at work. So Orlando Bloom uh, can only come to land or come, yeah, every 10 years, and it's been 10 years, so it's like, whoa. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, see? So they can be Rick and Morty. Holy crap. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's why you're on the show, Frankie. Dan, what are you bringing to the project here? He brings um, snacks. So Underdog <laughs> was made by Sony and DreamWorks team up. What? They were at DreamWorks was a thing then? And no. Cinematically released by Disney. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So they Sony, pre- like had the product like DreamWorks for sure. I might be messing up. That's wait DreamWorks I'm and confused. Disney would never work together. They did. What? Dr- Disney owns DreamWorks. Did it? Yeah, now they do. What? You know, Spyglass no? Entertainment and DreamWorks produced it. I did not. And it was theatrically released in the United States by Walt Disney Pictures. Uh, yeah. Um, Since people's when? name was Leo. Leo. Uh, uh, DreamWorks used to be under Universal. Yeah. And now they're at Disney. Um, that happened a couple of years ago. Wow. Oh. You gotta um, watch out for this Disney. They yeah. own everything. Um, yeah, they bought the network last week. Oh man, we own my Disney. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. That would be, that would actually be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take a look at everything I said. That sounds awesome. Gosh. Um, yeah, I made us a sweet deal. I was like, all right, quadruple our salary. We got a deal. <laughs> and they're like, how much you make now? I'm like, 
undisclosed amount. <laughs> like a quarter. Quarter, quarter what? Like no, like twenty five cents. Like literally a quarter. <laughs> quarter. A quarter. A quarter. Right um, here's a dollar. Yes, we did it. So Dan's allowed to continue to be on the show since he had that kernel of knowledge that he pursued the entire Amen. time. And I'm just here for when you're trying to give Hanna Barbera credit. Some crap. I was with Ben, man. No, Hanna Barbera's not crap. Underdog's crap. You oh. like Underdog? I'm never a fan of Underdog. Dogs don't have a business flying around. Come on, <laughs> man. I think why we get confused is like Underdog was shown at the same time as like Hanna Barbera type stuff, like. On yes. Cartoon Network. Yeah, right? Am I not wrong um, in this? They're all on Cartoon yeah, Network. Yeah, they were all... I definitely yeah. saw Underdog on Cartoon Network kind of in the same block as yeah. all those other ones, which is why I always thought it was Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, see, I'm in the same wavelength as you. That's There's got to be reasoning to it. Completely different drawings. Yeah. Well, well, that was fun. Thanks for joining us for the uh, this, uh, trip 10 years, 10 years back. Uh, we explored summer 2007. Um... And we're looking forward to what's coming up in 2017, I think. Yeah. Um, like I said, we got Pirates of the Caribbean still going strong. Transformers still going strong. Mm-hmm. Ten years down the line. We got a Spider-Man movie coming. We got another We got a, a second, another Spider-Man. There were, yeah, a whole second, other generation of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Third. Yeah. Um, but it will be the second reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, so another Spider-Man. Uh, Rush Hour's... Still dead in the water. Yeah, Chris uh, Tucker went off the grid. Uh, Born may or may not still be a thing. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard may or may not still be a thing. Remember to go Google Die Hard Six script idea we were talking about. I think it was on like Variety. Okay. They took the page out of. Um. But yeah. Other than that, we will uh, see you hopefully uh, before uh, three weeks go by this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Sure.